What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. We all want faith, but our faith must be tested. Faith tested by fire withstands, as we have seen through many examples of godly men and women who have gone before us. In this episode, I am going to discuss that trials do make us stronger and what we should pray instead of, Lord, take this cross away. Welcome, friends. This is episode 170, and the topic today is Faith Tested by Fire. You can find the episode notes at A Few Minutes with God podcast. And I also invite you to check out some of my products at MediaAngels.com. Well, faith is not faith until tested. 1 Corinthians 13.12 tells us, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then we'll know fully, just as I also have been fully known. Friends, that is so true. We don't know the end of our personal story, but we do know the end of the story of salvation. I heard a sermon this weekend by our pastor that changed the course of today's podcast, and I wanted to talk to you about faith as we are in a season of our Lenten journey. As I record this, we are walking toward the time of celebration and Easter But most of us don't even feel like celebrating because we can't help but focus on the day-to-day goings-on in our world. We have faith, and yet as many of of us know, our faith does withstand, but it's only by the grace of God. Our faith is being tested in a sense and in a way that none of us in the current times and in our modern times have been tested. We have been complacent. And often we feel that we have been forgotten. Well, in a sense, we are still working within the will of God. And it's amazing to think that faith is freely given. It is something we have to work through. For anything worthwhile in this life takes work. Jesus reminded us that faith is not faith until it is tested. Jesus reminded his apostles of a time when he would be sacrificed for the good of all. And the disciples didn't want to hear this. 
In fact, Jesus' response to them was frightening. He said to the apostles, get behind me, Satan. And why is this? Because the enemy does not want us to have that faith, because true faith cannot be taken away. I think in some ways that is why so many Christians are being canceled today. It is why the media goes nuts and tries to make Christians appear to be, you know, these people that are are just old and set in their ways and just can't see, you know, the 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 wokeness, if you will, of this current, um, you know, society that we live in. But that is not true. And I think one of the things that they have found is that unless they try to ruin our faith or take our faith away, that they cannot be victorious. And I think history has proven that with all the martyrs that have gone before us. I think one of the things that really has an impact on me personally is when I think about the disciples who walked with our Lord, who experienced the miracles of Jesus, who saw Him and saw in the Almighty what was going on day to day. And yet, during his time of passion, they deserted him. For those who have really experienced Jesus fully, they still didn't get him because their minds had not been illuminated. And in this way, we have that gift, that gift of the Holy Spirit. And we have to be open to the Lord and what he wants in our lives. And we have to pray that God will illuminate our minds. We can't experience true faith without this. We are tested every day. There are obstacles in our life. There are tragedies and disappointments. And we often ask God why. But what we see in the scriptures is that God transforms evil into good. Even in the worst evil, we can see the greater good. Jesus talks about refining us as the finest gold must be refined and fired. And in this way, the impurity is taken out. In Zechariah 13.9, we read, I will put this third into the fire and refine them as one refined silver and test them as gold is tested. They will call upon my name and I will answer them and I will say, they are my people and they will say, the Lord is my God. Is the Lord your God? Is he truly your God? We hear about the lives of the saints, those godly men and women who went before us, and one thing resonates, and that is that while they experienced the cross, they often didn't ask to be relieved of this cross, but they asked for God to give them the grace to withstand it. What an example for us in our lives. I usually want the cross gone. I want whatever that problem is in my life to disappear, and I want the immediate gratification instead of understanding that through suffering and only through suffering can my faith be refined. And in this way, my life is also refined. 1 Corinthians 15 reminds us without the cross and crucifixion, there would be no resurrection. You know, um, as a Catholic, I see many people who wear Jesus on the cross. And I remember one time being asked, you know, by a well-meaning friend who was not Catholic, and she said, you know, why is it that... Catholics wear Jesus on the cross. He is risen. And I I said exactly for that reason I just mentioned, because if we don't remember the crucifixion, we will not remember the resurrection. We know the end of the story. We know God is victorious 
But do we remember how we got to that point? What Jesus had to go through for us to reap those rewards. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 50 through 52 says, Now I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. We don't know what this is at this point in time, but we believe. I think one of the greatest things that we as Christians have is the help of the Almighty and the hope that is in Christ, because without hope we would be despondent. If we know that God and only God and and God in His infinite wisdom and mercy knows what is best for us, and we remember this, and He knows, as Scripture says, every hair on our head, If this is the same God, then of course we have confidence to believe that He knows the needs of our lives before we even know them. I often find myself in situations that are are of my own doing. I find myself saying yes before I really think things through. My family can attest to this. And when things fall apart, I always wonder, well, where is God? But God hasn't left. He's at the same address. He's there waiting for me expecting me to go to him in prayer. And truthfully, maybe I did, but I'm not even sure. And if I'm confused about this, how can I know if I'm working within God's will? If we don't ask God's permission first, we often flounder. We wonder where he is. Well, it becomes his will because nothing happens in our life unless he allows it to happen in his permissive will. And this is hard for Christians to understand because we only want to hear the good news. We want to hear about the graciousness of God, the forgiveness of God, the blessings of God. We don't want to hear about the cross. We don't want to remember the crucifixion. As we journey through Lent, I feel many of us are at a precipice looking down at our world, and we're actually seeing the evil tangibly around us. It's as if the cover has been pulled back. We see it in the snatching of our freedoms and telling us where and where we can't go and what we can and can't do. Even our churches are being monitored. If this isn't evil, I don't know what is. Everything that is good and holy in our lives is being snatched, and we are in shock as we watch this. We were so not prepared. We were complacent. We ask the unanswerable questions. How can this be? I prayed. I was faithful. I fought the good fight. I ran the race. I focused only on you, Lord. And in the quiet and the silence of our heart, we hear him say, did you? No condemnation, just a simple question. That, dear friends, only we can answer for ourselves. We can easily see with 100% clarity When others do wrong, we see men who are more about themselves than they are about others, who have often spent a lifetime lying to each other and to themselves, who are focused on self and what they can get out of it, what they can gain. And all we know is that this is a time to pray like never before. You're going to hear me say this over and over again in upcoming podcasts. And it's a reoccurring theme because the enemy thinks he's won. 
He hasn't. We know the end of the story. We know that Jesus is victorious, but we also know that in this present day and age, we are suffering. Today, our focus is on our faith, which is tested by fire. And instead of asking that our cross be removed, which was what the sermon was about yesterday, you know, about how we were tested, that we realize that our Lord is giving us the grace to face the difficulties of our lives so that we too can be the winners and survive the trial. We should pray that while we believe in faith that God is there and always hears our prayers, I want to pray, especially today, that we can feel that hand of Almighty God around us holding us up when we're too weak to do it on our own. And in this way, our faith will be purified through trial and fire, yes. But God, while allowing these tests to take place, also gives us a deeper understanding of our faith and the hope that we can find in Him. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I praise you and I thank you, and I ask you, my God, to send me the tools I need, the graces I need, to withstand the evil one, that you help me in the everyday to focus on you, on the greater good, on eternity, instead of the here and now. I know, God, you are here and today. And Lord, I ask that you are with me every step of the way to shine that light before me so I know which steps to take. And I pray especially for the following people, ask a blessing upon them, and that their needs are also heard. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.